All right, now that we got through episode one and got through the nitty gritty and I finally got it up and edited and all the yada yada yada, we are moving on to episode two. I'm excited for this because I decided, even though I still have no solid plan for this whole podcast, I wanted to do Reddit stories because I feel like it'll be fun and fresh and a good intro to what we're hoping to achieve here on this podcast. And if you don't know what Reddit is, it's basically where you go and you dump a whole bunch of shit on the internet. You dump your problems, you dump whatever, you're looking for advice, you're looking to just vent, you're looking to get things off your chest. It's a really great resource. Um, I follow some like mental health threads where, you know, people talk about like different like mental health strategies of how to cope with like anxiety and stuff like that, which I think is always important for people to look into. Um, But there's also just like fun threads and all that. Like podcasting, I didn't know what Reddit was. My husband, Kevin, told me to download the app at one point because he's like, I really think you would like this. You should download it. And I made an, an account and I was going through it and I was like, I don't understand this. This seems very confusing. I literally was like an 80 year old lady scrolling around trying to figure it out. And I was like, I can't do this. This is too much for me. I don't understand it. No, thank you. So I ignored it for a while until I came across a few podcasts that actually went through different subreddits. Um, one of the most popular ones is Am I the Asshole? And they like read it and then give their take on it, like their opinion. So I thought, how fun would it be if I went through and found wedding stories? Because I see a lot of behind the scenes shit. I see a lot of crazy things happen on wedding days. And I just think it would be fun to like go through stories. And there's even subreddits and threads that actually go over like vendor situations, which I think will be fun. So I think this will be a good place to start. We got through the intros. Now we're getting into the fun of it. And so let's dive in. Right, weekends are for weddings, episode two. Let's go. This first one is called Choosing Beggar Bridezilla Loses DJ and Photographer in the Middle of Her Wedding. So it says, when I was just starting out in photography, it's more of a hobby now that pays sometimes. I took one of these low pay for full day shoots. I had a few photos to show off, but not pro level portfolio. I charged the lady $600 for eight hours. I know I was new and we all got to start somewhere, right? At this really swanky local place. Old, like 800s plantation house converted into a wedding venue. She paid $300, non-refundable deposit, a couple of months before the wedding. The check bounced and should have been a clue, but I needed the work and the pictures. I called and emailed her to let her know what happened. She apologized and she swore that she'll pay the balance in full, in cash, at the wedding. Get there the day of and there is no one in charge. Find the bride and she says she's going to get me her money. Vanishes for 45 minutes. Find her again, she says her mom has it. Can't find her mom. Find the mom. She's clueless. A couple of hours go by and I help myself to the free food and the wedding starts. At this point, I figure, what the hell? I'll take some pictures anyway for my portfolio. Her uncle is there with a camera constantly getting in my shots. I had to ask him to move or sit down five different times. Ceremony is over. They're doing the normal post-ceremony stuff. Finally, get the bride alone. She says she's going to get the money right then. Doesn't return for a half hour. Then says her new hubby has it. I finally realize I ain't getting paid for this shit, but at least I got food and drinks and some experience. 
started up a conversation with the DJ, ask him jokingly if he's been paid. He says, of course. I tell him what's going on. He checks his bank right then, and wouldn't you know it, his check had bounced too. He calls her over the PA, which he's clearly done before, and she gets there. He informs her of the bounced check. I again ask for my money as well. She makes some excuse about having to run to the car to get it. I tell her she's told me that her mom had it, her husband had it, and she's gone to personally get it twice in the last four hours. So no, she can call someone over to get it for her. She starts bitching that we're ruining her day, and she'll pay us at the end. DJ said, sorry, I don't work for free. Cuts the music in the middle of everyone dancing and started unhooking his equipment. She loses it. He tells her she's got five minutes to get his money or he's out. I tell her the same. She runs off and ten minutes later, I'm helping the DJ pack up his stuff. Her and her husband, her parents, and uncle stop us at the door saying they have us for four more hours. We have a contract and we can't leave. We both politely tell her that she hasn't held up her end of the contract by not paying for services by the appointed time. We agree that if we get our money right then, we'll stay. And shockingly, no one had the money, so we left. Here's the best part. She calls me a month later stating that she just got back from her honeymoon and saw me taking pictures, saw the thumbnails on my website, but couldn't access them because without a code, she couldn't get her pictures, and she'd like the code. I told her I'd be happy to give her the proofs, and she could order the individual pictures that she wanted from me once she paid me the $600 that she owed. She then spent the next two weeks emailing me and leaving me voicemails, stating that I either needed to give her the wedding pictures remove them from my site because she didn't give me permission to use them and she owns the copyright or she'd take me to court. I politely reminded her of the contract, told her that this isn't how that works, and said I'd be happy to meet her in court with all of my documentation. Contract, bake statements, showing bounce check, etc. Never heard from her again. Suffice to say, now I won't even put your date down on my calendar until you've paid the deposit. And if you're still not fully paid up on the day of, my equipment won't come out of my car until I've been paid in full, if I even show up to begin with. Thanks for attending to my TED Talk on choosing beggar bridezillas. Oh, wow. Okay, so a few thoughts. Thankfully, I never had to deal with this kind of situation. Even during my starter days as a photographer, I never encountered people like this. Um, But this is why you have retainers and this is why you have contracts. If you don't pay a retainer and sign a contract together, unfortunately, I am not showing up to a wedding date. That is what secures a wedding date. I don't take checks because this kind of thing I know happens to people. And it's just personally, it's way easier to just use a credit card. I understand some people are old fashioned, but yeah, don't, don't accept checks. Um, yeah. So a couple, a couple things, this couple sounds like they were just trying to get free services and we're just going to give these vendors a runaround until they got what they needed from them, which is really shitty because we vendors, most of us do this full time and rely even if you don't do this full time even if it's a side job we rely on this income as income i say this on my instagram and i've said it on my facebook and i've said it everywhere vendors this isn't just free 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 fun money this isn't just fun money for us <laughs> if i don't get a payment if the dj doesn't get a payment those are bills we aren't getting paid that's affecting our children it's affecting our home it's affecting us and that's just like, that's just a really crappy thing to do to people. Vendors, that's their, like, this is our livelihood. Out of my seven years of doing this, I've had one instance where I thought my reputation was going to be ruined over this one situation that I can't even get into it right now. But it's just crazy that there are people out there who are so gung-ho on doing things for themselves that they don't think about the repercussions of what it can do to somebody else in their livelihood. That's just wild to me. 
and bull- like bullying your vendors is just it's just not cool treat anyone who's providing a service with respect just as you expect to be respected on your wedding day it's no different than when you like it's like they say when you go to a restaurant observe how people are treating the servers if you are treating a server like shit that tells me all i need to know about you i'm not saying that there aren't vendors who do shady things but a majority of us are not like that and if we're showing up to serve you on your wedding day why in the flying fig newton would you try to bamboozle us like that's two people like they this was very calculated this was very calculated and bullying your vendors is just it's not cool and it's it's a trigger it's a trigger what i also think is really funny is how this couple tried pulling the we have a contract card a contract works two ways a contract exists to protect not only the vendor or the people providing the services or goods it is there to protect you and if you want to be protected by it that also means we get to be protected by it and it's just it's crazy to me when people are like we have a contract blah 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 okay well let me point out to you in this contract where i have rights because yes there's a contract saying you'll get your images but you won't get those images unless you pay what we are there for and that's just like it's a really bold move that is just always the biggest boldest move and i feel like people who pull that knowing that they haven't upheld their end of the contract i just feel like they just think they're all that and the cat's meow i also like when they said um when the photographer mentioned that they're going to bring all necessary documentations to court yeah you call that you call that bluff that that's happened to me before. I was threatened with legal action one time and I knew I was not in the wrong. I knew my contract was solid. That's why I have one. I paid for it from a, from a lawyer and they, they said they're going to bring me to court. So I said, okay, here's my, here's my lawyer's information. I have nothing further to say to you. Well, I'll see you in court then. If that's what you want to do, I totally respect that. Not a problem, but I'll, I'll see you there. Like no problem. Um, and it's funny that as soon as this person said, okay, great, I'll bring my stuff. Um, they never, they never heard back. They never heard back. I feel like oftentimes people will threaten legal action to get their way. Um, and just throwing a temper tantrum is just never, never going to fix anything in, in my opinion. Um, and lastly, this is why I personally collect final balances four weeks before the wedding. So if, 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 if something pops up, we have time to resolve it. I have time to contact you. I have time to work with you to figure things out. Hey, how can we resolve this? The contract says it's due four weeks. I understand shit happens. Let's fix it. And quite honestly, nobody should be worrying about shuffling money on their wedding day. I know that a lot of vendors like caterers, um, bar services, that kind of stuff is dependent on final numbers and such like that. That is that is understandable. But if you can pay for your vendors ahead of time, we're not out here trying to scam you. We're not going to take your money and run. That that does happen. That does happen and it's very unfortunate when it does happen, but 95% of us are not trying not I would I would even go as far as to say 99% of people who have a small business are not looking to scam you, are not looking to take your money and run. So rest assured, you can pay your vendors up front. 
and ma- just make sure you have a signed contract. Again, the contract is everything. You can if your vendor fucks up, screws up, bring them to court. Bring them to court. You will have the higher ground at that point. But um, yeah, pay your vendors ahead of time. Don't worry about it on your wedding day. Like you, you just have so much you have to worry about. So get it done. It's less stressful. And unless you're trying to bamboozle your vendors, which I ten out of ten don't recommend that you do, just get as much done ahead of time as you can. All right, moving on. Let me open this. Oh, this one's fun. So it says, bride to be asking for alternatives to the garter toss. This was one of the responses. Um, as a photographer, let me just put this out there. I am personally, for me, not a fan of the garter and bouquet toss. I feel like it's very outdated. I feel like the bouquet toss, if anything, um, is still something I see quite often. The garter toss, not so much. I would say garter toss is like 25% yes, it happens. 75% no, it doesn't happen. Um, And bouquet is about like 50-50. I feel like a lot of the um, brides I see like have fun with that, have fun throwing it. So for me, it's not happening at our wedding. I feel like that's just so cringy and uncomfortable. Sometimes when the garter toss does happen, you can get like really funny footage of that. But it can get really raunchy really fast. And I am just personally not a fan. But yeah, so it says bride to be asking for alternatives to the garter toss. And this was one of the responses. It looks like it was a screenshot from Facebook, but it says, I went to a wedding that had a ball and chain. Hmm. The groom was attached to the mother-in-law and the bride had to kiss all the men in the room to find the key. The DJ made it really enjoyable. One of the female guests can hold the garter and the groom has to greet all the women until he finds it. No. (laughs) that's gonna be a no for me um unfortunately i don't think the bride kissing all the men in the room to find the key is just no no you you want to watch your bride kiss other men on your wedding day i'm just very confused i'm very confused no thank you and if i ever saw this at a wedding I was photographing. I would be scratching my head. My eyes would be huge. And like, do I photograph that? Like, do I photograph this bride kissing other men or ladies and send it to them in their final gallery so that it can be used as like leverage later on down the road in their marriage? I don't want to be, I don't want to be responsible for that. Why would you want that on your wedding day? Who thought of this? I want to know who thought of this. I want to research this a little bit more and see if like this is an actual thing because I have never heard of this. If you are a fellow DJ, please chime in in the comments and let me know if you've ever done this because I don't get the vibe. I don't get the vibe. So that one was a little fun. Moving on. I'm still trying to figure out Reddit. So if I'm slow with this, just bear with me. All right. So this is Am I the Asshole for Wearing the Same Color Dress as the Bridesmaids at My Brother's Wedding? My brother, 34 is married to his girlfriend, 29, as of last weekend. She is a girl I went to high school with, although she was a few grades older than me. We had some bad history in school. She and her friends were not the nicest people. Definitely mean girls, especially to underclassmen. I wasn't thrilled when she started dating my brother a few years ago, but I live a few few hours away, so I haven't had to interact with her much. When my brother proposed, I wasn't expecting to be in the wedding. His girlfriend has a lot of friends from high school still, and so I assumed they would either they would be her bridesmaids. I was right. No big deal. I didn't want to be in the wedding party at all. Being so far away and on the groom's side, I didn't have a lot of details about the wedding. 
I hadn't been able to make the bridal shower, and when I asked my brother if there were any details about the wedding I should know of, he would respond with that he wasn't sure. Typical guy response. All I really knew was the date in the venue. Very upscale place. The invite said black tie, so I chose a long one-shoulder silk dress in navy. It wasn't overly fancy, but seemed appropriate for the venue. Fast forward to the wedding. I made the three-hour drive the morning of and arrived at the venue about a few hours before the wedding to visit with my family, who I don't get to see very often. While I was talking to my mom, my future sister-in-law came out of her dressing room to also talk to my mom. She barely glanced at me, frowned, and disappeared back into the room. I didn't think much of it. We never have gotten along. But not a minute later, her high school BFF came out of the room and walked straight up to me. She told me that the bride was upset that I had chosen to wear the same color as her bridesmaids and she wanted me to change. Only the bridesmaids were supposed to wear navy. I looked at the dress the friend was wearing and we looked nothing alike, aside from the color. I told her that while I understood that this was the bride's day, I had driven three hours to be there and I didn't have another dress. I wasn't changing. She said I was being selfish and pathetic, trying to look like part of the wedding party, and people would be confused if I wore navy. I told her no one would be confused. It wasn't a rule that people couldn't wear the same color as bridesmaids, and I wasn't changing. She left in a huff. Minutes later, my brother found me and asked me to change. I told him the same thing I told my friend, or told the friend. He said I should do what the bride asked because it's her day and I'm causing her stress. All the bridesmaids came out and basically ridiculed me, saying I was a pathetic loser for pretending to be in the wedding party. I got upset and ended up leaving. No one stopped me. My mom called the next day and said I should have done what was asked because it was my brother's day and I had caused drama. I disagree. So Reddit, am I the asshole? I am currently refusing to talk to my brother and his idiotic bully wife. Well, um, no, I mean, we don't like mean girls. We don't like mean girls. I don't like mean girls. Who likes mean girls? Aside from the movie, we like the movie, but... I mean, if she asked about the wedding and the brother didn't give any, like, any details, no, 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 nothing, and even, or, like, the mom of these people, like, nobody mentioned anything. How was she supposed to know? She's not a mind reader. How was she supposed to know? And it's just, it's crazy to me that the assumptions of her trying to be in the wedding, that's just wild. I mean, it's par for the course. If they're mean girls and they have history of doing this, I mean, I feel like she could have maybe expected something like this to happen. But I just can't imagine accusing someone of trying to insert themselves into a wedding party over a dress color and i mean i don't know how many of you have been to many weddings i have been to many weddings over my seven years and especially in the fall time here in new england maroon and navy are two so very common colors that i see guests wearing to a wedding and they are also the two most common colors of like the themes for weddings in new england during the fall time so like it's not out of the realm of possibility. Like navy is such a common color. Like moms, most I feel like most moms of couples getting married wear navy. Just like by just by default, I feel like that just happens. I it, like navy is such a flattering color. I feel like it's just such a common color that it's it's just not out of the realm that somebody at the wedding is going to wear navy. And here's the other thing, right? If a gentleman was wearing an or whoever was wearing a navy suit at a wedding, as a guest and another in the groomsmen were wearing navy suits would the same thing happen like that's where i scratch my head is it just because it was this one person or like would this have happened to somebody else because like i can't imagine this bride is going to be up at the altar getting married cruise her eyes over to the guests on whatever side see somebody wearing navy and call them out like that or cause a stink that just seems so asinine to me i don't, I don't understand i can't relate to caring about something so little as somebody wearing the same color like maybe pick fuchsia maybe pick like teal those are not very common colors 
I, I don't know. The only time that I feel like you should care about the color that somebody's wearing is like, I feel like it's a given. Don't wear white. Just don't wear white unless the couple is asking you to wear white. Don't steal the thunder of the bride. That is the only time where I agree. Fuss about the color. Other than that, chill, chill. I mean, again, I, I get people get very particular. So for my wedding, um, this coming, this coming September, I know I've said that like 17 times, so pardon me, but uh, for my wedding, I, I'm inviting the people who I want formal photos with um, after the ceremony to be in the color palette so that all my images um, that I get from my photographer are cohesive. Um, but I have also said to the people who I'm inviting to be in my formal photos, um, like friends and such, don't feel like you have to. Like if you end up wearing navy or whatever, like I'm not going to die over that. Would I love everybody to be in a the same color palette because I'm anal retentive over those kind of details? Yes, absolutely. If somebody ends up wearing emerald green because they look so good in emerald green, I'm not going to cry about it. I'm just not. I have bigger fish to fry and it's just not going to be the end of the world. Not the same kind of thing as what this is. this OP is talking about. But again, there are just bigger fish to fry and I feel like this was very targeted of the bride and bridal party to do this and where there's history i feel like it was kind of should have seen it coming um let's look at the comments let's look at the comments here so it says nope not the asshole you didn't even know what the no know what color to wear sounds like she and her friends haven't changed their mean girl ways also sounds like your family is toxic to such to enable such behavior yeah i agree i mean if your family is feeding into that bullshit, I'm not about that. Um, OP replies to that and says, my brother has always been the favorite. Ah, oh, there it is. They will always side with him. That's why I live three hours away. Yeah. I mean, I am somebody who um, personally, I, I don't deal with the toxicity, um, especially like family members unfortunately for me personally blood doesn't equal being able to treat people like crap um but yeah i mean I, it, it's sad that that's how it is though I'm trying to see if there's any more top comments somebody else says my bridesmaids dresses were also navy it's super common for fuck's sake several women wore navy winter wedding including two of my aunts no drama was made of it your sister sister-in-law is just the same bully and narcissist she was in high school not the asshole yeah, I think it's, I think the overall vote on this was not the asshole, but yeah, no, don't make a big deal out of stuff like that. Like, don't, don't let the color of somebody's dress ruin your day. Like, there's just better things to worry about, like you getting married. Am I the asshole for walking out of my friend's wedding? Okay, so my friend has been planning her wedding for nearly two years, and she wanted me to be a bridesmaid. Some things have gone down over the last couple of years. A lot of her friends drifted apart. Some wouldn't be able to attend for medical reasons. And she fell out of a, fell out of touch with a few. Out of the nine bridesmaids she had originally planned, only me and three other girls were attending. Day of the wedding was hectic. Bride got overwhelmed, so myself and the three other bridesmaids basically whipped everything together in order while she calmed down. Her hairstylist had canceled, so I reached out to a friend of mine and asked her if she could swing by last minute and help out. She did her hair, and apparently the bride didn't like it. The bands she was using were coffee-colored, not white. She didn't have white. And the bobby pins didn't match her hair color and the ribbons weren't curled right. At one point, she said to my friend, are you an idiot? And I'd heard enough. 
I understand that it was stressful, but there's no need to name call someone who got all of their equipment last second and drove over 20, 20 minutes to an event of someone they didn't even know as a favor and not even paid work, though I did offer. I told the bride she had to calm down and she couldn't speak to my friend that way, but instead she ended up yelling at me as well. I told her that we were doing the best we could and she called me pathetic and said it was outrageous that I'd be lecturing her on the most important and stressful day of her life. She said she had half a mind to cut me as a bridemaid, and so I told her I'd save her the trouble and left. The aftermath was insane. I had the other three bridesmaids calling me to tell me I was an asshole and was so selfish I couldn't put up with a little attitude for a few hours because she was stressed. Bride called me crying about how I betrayed her and how horrible of a friend I am. Bride's mother, who didn't previously have my phone number, called to tell me how disgusted she was at my attitude. And even my boyfriend says I could have sucked it up and it was a total asshole move to walk out like that. My stance was that high stress or not, I don't feel like she should have been calling my friend names and I don't think she should have been calling me pathetic. Stress isn't an excuse to talk down to someone in my opinion, especially people who are trying to help, but I could be wrong. So I guess, was she acting like the bridezilla I thought she was or am I the asshole? So... I totally get wedding days are super high stress and I'm envisioning my wedding and how stressful I, the day is going to be for me. And it does, I feel like sometimes it doesn't matter how many things you plan for to be perfect. It's some things are just going to happen and stress is going to happen. It's inevitable on an event day like that. And for me on wedding days, I, I see stress happen, but my role is I wear a lot of hats on wedding days. I feel like naturally a lot of photographers and vendors just try to do damage control and try to be a mediator and keep things as light as possible. So for me, that's what I try to do. I try to be a mediator. I try to help direct things um, where I need to and try to keep the day as light as possible. But sometimes, you know, I do have a few of those who are just under, uh, you know, be it brides or grooms or whoever's getting married. Sometimes they're just under so much pressure that situations and blowups like this happen, but that doesn't that doesn't mean name calling needs to happen. And I don't personally feel like that a wedding day gives those getting married a rite of passage to treat people like shit, especially for to those people who have gone above and beyond to make this day happen for them. Um, you know, because especially like maids maids of honors and maidens of honors or best men. They all put in work. They all take time out of their own personal life to help you make sure that this day is possible and perfect as much as possible. And so to like just be treating people like that is just not necessary. Like like the name calling is just absurd to me. And personally, if you're going to be threatening to kick someone out of a wedding, I don't see how you can be so upset when they see themselves out. I just I can't relate to that. It just seems very petty to me. But I mean, to each their own. I guess my point is... Just try to be mindful that the people who are there standing beside you on your wedding day are the ones who have helped carry you through this stressful planning of this incredible event. So just like try to chill, try to chill. I know it's hard. I've seen some crazy wild things happen and just you got to roll up the punches. It's part of the day. It's part of the experience. You can either make light of it. I mean, don't get me wrong, though. I understand that hair is a big thing and I would be stressed and upset if you know it wasn't turning out how I wanted it to be especially as the bride however I can't really be upset with somebody who dropped everything last minute after my hairstylist canceled and then ridicule them I just I I just don't think that's fair top comment on this uh not the asshole 
You're never an asshole for refusing to accept abuse. The way you go about that refusal can make you one, but in your case, all you did was remove yourself from the situation. You did nothing wrong. That got 37.4 thousand upvotes and a couple, uh, 63 awards. I don't know what the awards mean, but yeah, I mean, it is abusive. If you're going to be name calling and you're going to be making like belittling, belittling people, making them feel like shit for helping you out, that just, that's not the vibe. And again, if you are threatening to kick somebody out, you can't be upset if they are like, okay, well then I'm just going to leave. You put that out there. So they're, they're like, okay, that's the better option for me. I just, you can't be mad. At least I don't think so. Another comment, choosing distance over disrespect is a great way to deal with abuse and toxicity. It's a way to set clear boundaries without making a scene on your end. Uh, Yeah, again, you don't need to take abusive comments like that. And I honestly feel really sad and really bad that that hairstylist had to be treated like that. I can't imagine being the photographer who steps in for another photographer and I'm just there trying to help out and put my skills to work. And somebody looks at me and goes, are you are you an idiot? Are you are you dumb? That's not that's not how my photographer would do it. Why aren't you doing this? I would feel like the littlest tiny sugar ant, like the tiniest little grain, just so small. I would feel so small. But again, treat your vendors how you how you would want to be treated. Like we're there to treat you with respect. Do the same. Just do the same. Well, I think that's it for episode two. I love Reddit. I am hoping to read more stories. I get notifications on wedding stories all the time. So I'm going to be saving the juicy ones as we go. I'm not sure if I'm going to be reading Reddit stories every other week. It really is just going to be a see how it goes type thing. Um, So if you like the Reddit stories, comment, let me know. Um, If you have crazy stories, comment, let me know. I would love to hear about them. Um, Get some fan base stuff going. And yeah, till next time, episode three coming soon. (laughs) 